We've got on the phone Asia Armstrong. She is from Project Manta. Asia, how are you going? Very good, thanks, Kat. Thanks heaps for chatting to us tonight. I know that you were in Broome last week talking the uh, the good talk on Project Manta. Where are you now? Uh, we're currently in Coral Bay. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've got a researcher based here. Um, and he's been researching manta rays in this location for the last approximately 15 years. Oh, half your luck. How's Cor- have you been snorkelling in Coral Bay? We certainly have, yeah. We're out on the water today. <laughs> Good-o. Um, yeah. Well, um, in case people didn't get to the talk on Tuesday, can you tell us a bit about Project Manta? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so Project Manta is a, a national research project. Uh, we're based out of the University of Queensland in Brisbane, but we're also partnered with Murdoch University. Um, so we do work around the coast of Australia looking at the movement, biology and ecology of manta rays. And so a lot of our research on the East Coast has been based around Lady Elliot Island in the southern Great Barrier Reef and North Stradbroke Island and Byron Bay um, in that kind of region. And on the West Coast, it's been based in Coral Bay. But we're really on the road at the moment trying to expand our network and trying to understand their seasonal movements and numbers in different locations where we haven't been focused in the past. Uh, good day, Asia. This is Jason here. Um, up in Broome here at certain times of the year, we have big, big mobs of manta rays coming in. Um, I think it's late in the wet season I've seen them. Uh, as part of your project, is it Citizen Science Project, I take it? Yeah, it certainly is. So that's a big component of our research. Um, manta rays actually have a distinct belly pattern. So they have these spot part markings that identify individuals from one another. And so we can actually collect photographs from citizen scientists around the country that allow us to identify individual manta rays, track their movements and distribution, their growth rates, all kinds of information just from one photograph. So citizen science is really at the core of, of what we do and it's, it's one of the reasons that we're on the road. So we're really trying to reach out to people in all these different locations to try and have photographs and sighting information and everything handed to in our general direction so that we have a better understanding of of their movements in places that we haven't necessarily focused on. So Broome, um, as you just mentioned, uh, we did a talk there last week and, and a lot of the locals were telling us that they've seen manta rays there quite a lot and especially around April time was the sense that we got. So like you just said, at the end of the wet season... Yeah, I think we'd certainly do our best. Um, it's a little bit tricky, though, in Broome because you've got lots of sharks and crocodiles floating around. Well, and I always love the feeling, you know, you're, swimming, you're out there swimming at Cable Beach, you suddenly see the, the, this black something, and the first thing I think is, oh, is that a shark? But it's usually the tip of a manta ray, so it's quite exciting yes. when it's... Um, a beautiful manta and a huge shark yeah. swimming with um, Yeah, well, I, I think when you see them up there, you're often seeing them on the surface feeding, and when they're feeding, they um, do tend to skim right along the surface, and it's their wingtips that you see flicking up, and a lot of people do mistake them initially as a dorsal fin of a shark, but it is actually just the tip of their wing, which is their pectoral fin, and, um, and yeah, they're, they're feeding on zooplankton, microscopic organisms, so, so definitely no danger to <laughs> yeah, we'll just pluck up the carriage to jump in and actually swim towards them. What, take a photograph of them. Take a photo of its belly. Is that hard to do? Um, 
Well, so in locations where the water is clearer and you don't necessarily have those fears of, of whatever else is in the water, it's, it's not a difficult thing as long as you respect the animal's behaviour and what it's doing and, and approach it with respect um, or other, allow it to approach you because manta rays are actually very inquisitive and, and generally if you're quite calm, they will actually approach you. But... Um, we're actually interested in locations that people don't necessarily get in the water with the animals. We're still interested in the sighting records because this gives us an indication of seasonality. So even in Broome, if people aren't getting in the water and getting those belly photographs, if people are getting topside images of the animal, um, from be it from the, you know, the point or, or from the beach, if we can confirm that there's sightings at different times of year in, loc in these locations where people are seeing mantas, then it will allow us to focus our research there at, at the time when, when it's best, when we're going to see manta rays. So we, we'll know when to visit again in the future, basically. Oh, that sounds much, much easier. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I've seen them um, down at Gordon Bay and right up in the peninsula, like spread over a 200-kilometre stretch of coast. So there's certainly wow. a, lot, a lot here at certain times of the year, but I've never actually yeah, got in the water. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Yeah, no, that's really awesome to hear. And, and what we're really wanting is for people to give us those kind of anecdotal stories. And the more that we get of them, we can build up this better picture and it's, it's really going to help us understand their movements across that coastline. Mm. And it's exciting that, um, I guess, any citizens can be involved. It's such a huge coastline, I suppose, the more ear, sorry, eyes and um, ears, well, perhaps eyes is the most important thing that you've got looking for manta rays, the better. So if people do see a manta ray or even get that, um, that pretty precious photo of its identifying spots on its belly, how do they get in touch with you guys? Yeah, so um, we have an email address that people can send records of sightings to. Um, so that's at project.manta at uq.edu.au. Or otherwise, we also have Facebook pages. So we have a Project Manta national Facebook page. We also have a special Project Manta WA Facebook page. So if people just post to either of those pages or, or upload their photos... That's really the easiest way to get in touch with us. And, um, yeah, the, the, the more sightings, anecdotal reports, photographs, anything like that, the better, and it's really going to help our research. Sounds quite easy to go on your Facebook page and put photos up on there. Um, I remember last April, there was a lot of people in town who had great photos and they didn't know what to do with them. So expect a big flood coming in next year. 